Welcome to Building Blocks, a Web3 Twitter space turned podcast where we build ourselves up one block at a time. In this episode, we cover all things social audio, how to get started, the challenges to overcome, and when to spend time in the big rooms versus building your own audience. Our guests include avid social audio people like Laguna Carta, Cass Vegas, Dennis Camacho, Emily V, and Pops Val. So sit back, relax, and we'll get the show started. Let's jam, let's turn up the vibes and uh, and say hi, yeah. What's going on, Pops? How you doing? Hey, what's up, Forrest? What's up, Mackie? Um, I'm enjoying the, uh, the uh, nap before the space. Um, uh, reminds me of a story about Salvador Dali um, that uh, he used to have this uh, technique where he thought that his most creative moments were right before sleep, right after getting out of sleep. So this, I don't know if this is true, but he'll like, uh, he'll, get, he'll be in a chair and then he'll be holding a key and underneath set of keys is like this uh, metal uh, uh, plate. And so when he doze off, he'll drop the key and he'll wake up and then he'll start painting. So you kind of reminded me of uh, that story for us when you said you just had a little uh, doze before this. I feel like my least creative moments are right before sleep, <laughs> you know, because I'm feeling so drained. I just can't do anything. And so that's why I opt in for the little nap. And I'm 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 a proud napper. You know, I'm, I'm all about the 30 minutes. If I go over 30 minutes and I start getting a little too deep in the game and we'll we'll get groggy and don't really want to get up. But if it's under that 30 minutes, I'm good to go, and I'm I'm blessed because I could fall asleep very quickly. It's something that uh, my girlfriend is always amazed by. It's it's the ultimate life hack, man. Like uh, instead of engagement farming, last week we talked about engagement farming with GMs. When I I, f- I need a little engagement, I just put uh, the same tweet I've been doing every every three months is uh, bullish on naps. Ooh, people love that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got to say that I am really creative right before I fall asleep. See? I have a notebook, and I uh, when I'm in that twilight state, yes. when I'm laying there, that's why my mind it's like just some, some sort of clarity that happens. Mackie, also, your mic sounds different today, bro. I am mic'd up. I'm on the real roadcaster now. I've got some uh, Hell yeah. some opportunities in the future, and uh, it's time to uh, get used to this, I think. Bet, because bet, on might be going... bet on yourself, they say. Uh, Forrest doesn't even know this yet, but Mackie might be going professional on space hosting soon. He might be getting paid for this stuff in, in the near future. Ooh, for like a brand or a project or something? Or I am not even sure if it's real yet. So that's why I'm not going to say because it might not be true. So who that's knows? Dope. It, it seems true, but you never know. Uh, also, uh, for our meeting this uh, Thursday, I, I screenshotted that agenda that um, you scribbled um, in, in our mm-hmm, thread. Mm-hmm. And I would like us to do that series real time. Oh, yeah. No, I'm absolutely in it. Uh, and we can talk about the cookie chain that we're building. Mm-hmm. Pops did send me cookies from Canada. If anybody was curious about that, there is a way to get cookies across the border. He labeled them as candy, which is, you know, yeah. Is, are cookies candy? Let's start there today. Are cookies candy? <laughs> did Pops break the law? How are they not candies is my answer. And that's fair. Mostly sugar. That's my case, Your Honor. Uh, but... <laughs> I actually do want to bring things back to crypto a little bit and say, 
it's a good idea to be very careful and and you know really observe kind of job offers that are coming in because i've seen some people that have been offered um you know like 600 to 800 bucks a week to test games or you know do certain activities like this and and then they get their wallets drained and i've literally been dm'd by this person who has drained someone else's wallet so uh yeah just make sure you're you're really careful and you know that can mean uh you know having your your wallets on different devices that you're connecting with or you know whatever it is you'll you'll have to figure that out your own on your own but yeah just watch out i do oh yeah think you're definitely gonna have an amazing spaces host if you hire Mackinac though so make sure to do that and don't scam my friend just pay him lots of money to speak on internet. <laughs> please please i did have somebody tell me last night in a burrito down space that i really set the vibes right we also had a uh Cool. <laughs> this was just off the cuff. It was 20 minutes after the hour, and I just interrupted. I'm like, all right, everybody. It's 420 somewhere, so you know what that means. And I just played soft music, and we just sat there for a few minutes. You know, I played our classic rain sounds for us. Uh, this has apparently been the cutting our teeth place where we we dick around and make dumb choices with our audio and like I, you don't see me playing any sound effects anymore, really, right? Like none of the one more thing. Clatu veratu nicto, the stuff that interrupted people and things like that. But the, uh, I think the soft lo-fi background noises are really nice, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna open it up right now, so we'll see how it goes. Yo, I'm into that. I, I joke around in these like uh, random loose cannon spaces that I run. <laughs> Which like outsiders is always a homie. Outsider Dennis shows up. I see Miho. Sometimes they'll they'll uh, pop in, and I I try to give the NPR vibe. Like so, you have to set it just like a little bit low, a little bit of a back soundtrack while people are talking, right? So it's not in the way, but it's just like a nice compliment to whatever gems they're dropping. Oof. Let's see if we can do it. There you go. Is, is that too loud, or is that just right? Maybe a little, a little bit louder. A little louder? Nice. So force uh, wax some poetics right now. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Poetics. Waking up from a nap. Dormy. How you doing? What are we listening to? What is this sound? It's uh, some rain and a uh, free sound I downloaded called Dusty Butterfly Piano. And it is a, uh, I don't know, 10-second loop. So right now it's about to restart now. And it just loops forever. It just, it just sounds like somebody is whistling. Oh, okay. This this music I like. This is the kind of music I like. Yeah, this is like cocktail chatter music, right? It's so relaxing, yeah. Stormy, tell us, how's your uh, Web3 life going right now? All right, so 2023 has been good to me so far. I've managed to accomplish some of my goals. And um, yeah, 2022, let's say it was the year of learning for me. Like, um, I made a lot of mistakes, more than, I think, more than all of you combined. But um, 
I'm I'm the type of <laughs> Don't be <laughs> so sure. <laughs> I mean, I can give you some alpha. I got scammed four times just just last year, so I don't know if that's a number you any of you experienced so far, but uh, yeah. I um I like to do things and to experience them on my own skin, you know. And this is not a let's say it's not the best thing to do it's better to learn from others mistakes as well and that's what i'm trying to do different this year so yeah uh, thank you for having me here mackie thank you for the invite thank you for sharing the space <laughs> finding that the the secret to getting your space started to getting people to really show up is to actually invite them via dm uh Forrest knows I, I have a, a hit list and, and a lot of you are on it. A lot of you showed up. And I really appreciate that. It makes me feel really valuable and loved. And uh, yeah, it's just really sweet of you to spend your time well, with us, even though we're not really talking about anything right now besides, you know, jazz music and getting scammed. <laughs> <laughs> you sound a bit surprised. You didn't expect this many people? No, 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 no. I, I, my expectations are always set extremely low. Uh, I set them intentionally low and you know i love people but people say things and they don't always do things and all of you seem to be doers and i like to surround myself with doers people who say and do what they say they're gonna do that's feels like are we waxing poetics now pops is that are we where we need to be yo uh, i'm uh, sketching out a logo for my uh my work i'm listening to you guys it's beautiful please continue I'm uh, drawing chalk lines on my roadcaster to figure out what the right levels are right now. Storm, I would love to hear what were some of the some of those ways that you've been making it in uh, 2023, the, your little successes in Web3 and, and how you got there. All right, all right. So first of all, what I want to say is that um, I work a full-time Web2 job in uh, in the IT domain as well, but uh, once I discovered Web3, I uh, I really wanted to to have a career change. It's uh, that is still an ongoing process, and um, yeah, right now I work as a Kala manager for a few projects and as and as an advisor for some others. And I think that my dream job would be an advisor and actually kind of an influencer on uh, Twitter as well. And um, I've been trying and I think, I hope succeeding to build my personal brand on Twitter for the past, uh, let's say, two months. Do you still hear me? Yeah, we did. We do. Okay, because everything, I don't hear anything. I just turned off the music. He's just playing. He's just switching the record. uh... (laughs) Yeah, I can can change it to a different track. We've got different ones. But not right now. I want to talk about Stormy because the the resilience thing is the topic I kind of want to talk about. And Doing it all is hard, Storm, and you're doing it all right now when you want to do more, right? How do you? Oh, yeah, yeah. How, how are you prioritizing stuff? I discovered a lot of stuff about myself just by uh, just by posting content uh, daily, you know. Because in the past, I tried to I tried to to market myself on Instagram to like be an influencer there, and and stopped after a year. And now I'm trying to do the same on Twitter, but I don't know. I feel better when I do it on Twitter. I feel like I'm sharing more value and it also pushes me to learn more also about myself and about the Web3 space. 
and uh, yeah this just started like an experiment and uh, three months later I can say that uh, deciding to brand myself on Twitter and to try to grow this account was maybe the best decision I made although I'm not, I'm not like getting any kind of money out of it it's not uh, it's not really the point uh, I also I always keep in mind that the, the end goal is not money but more like the feeling that I'm doing something that I like and that when like when I wake up in the morning or when I go back to sleep I'm actually proud about how my day went so yeah and ever since 2023 started I've been feeling like that every single day because I know that I've been doing my best every day just to to get closer and closer to what I want. I feel similarly, honestly, with, with being proud of the work I did at the end of the day. Like, yes, my my brain goes like absolutely on fire right before I fall asleep. But but if I if, if it's happening too much, I'm like, okay, Mackie, like you did enough today. Just close your eyes and turn it off for a little while exactly 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 i struggle with this as well and it's i think it's part of the mental health thing you know because we want to do more and if we can't really control that impulse then we end up being burnt out like i've been burnt out a few times already and i'm only 26 and it's not a pleasant uh, a pleasant feeling i mean if you get burnt out you can kiss goodbye any progress you've made so it's better to prioritize your health and then anything else. Yeah. I, uh, so my former job, international logistics, craft brewery, fast growing, blah, blah, blah. I had my first panic attack about, uh, I don't know, probably like six months ago, five months ago, because of that job was, I was just so burnt out and I was at a coffee shop with a friend and, and I looked at him and I was like, Tom, I'm like, Hey, I think I'm about to have a panic attack. And he's like, what, how do you, how do you, how do you know? And I've had friends who have had panic attacks, like some people who have them every single day. Uh, like an ex-girlfriend had a panic attack probably every day for a long time. And so, so I know what generally what panic attacks look like and, and they look different for everybody, but yeah, I, uh, I thought it passed and then it hit and it was like tunnel vision and I, I couldn't function and I took like a walk and it got worse and I like ended up, I just it was a very weird place to have a panic attack like everything just felt um against me like even like looking over there they had like a bookcase or board games in this bookcase and I looked over and I was trying to read the words and it, the words like didn't look like words and it was really really weird and I just thought I was in a bad dream but it but it was real and thankfully I, you know I had somebody there and and uh he might not be the best mental health advocate himself but but he got that he and I have known each other so long that he knew that I wasn't going to just like, haha, funny prank, like panic attack, tee hee. <laughs> like, but the whole resilience thing, it's so important. Uh, Dennis, you have your hand raised. And Emily, thanks for coming up too. But Dennis gets to go first. Sorry. And me, hey, his hey. hand raised too. Hey, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm really digging this like kind of mellow, kind of chill vibes because I'm usually really turned up in the morning. So long story short, in the morning, I'm wide awake. From the moment my eyes open, I'm just like, I'm ready to go. And usually by this time, I'm either in a meeting and kind of cooling off. But I really, I really, you guys, this vibrate, I'm just fucking kidding. Body, 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 body. 
Mm -hmm. that party shit here. Mute him, please. Get this garbage out of here. Mute Dennis, please. Somebody, somebody. <laughs> we are so calm. You guys, I'm not sure what just happened, so I'm just going to step down. <laughs> I love you, Mackie. Love you too, Dennis. Emily, hi. How are you? I can I do the whisper game with you? Can I whisper with you? Yes, I'm not on my mic, though, so I'm... I'm... Oh, okay, then you have to whisper loud. Does it sound okay still? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I've done cool. this before with anybody. I'm so glad I, I can't even do it. I can't even do it without my nice <laughs> mic or it doesn't sound good. Hi. It's okay. Hi, Emily. Uh, what a, I can't believe Dennis rudely interrupted the vibes. That was so... I apologize. I'm a child. So I apologize. Mind um, hijacker. I'm a, I'm a selfish child. I'm sorry. If, for the record, Clemente has warned you guys for for the longest time that you need to practice Dennis management anytime you bring me up as a speaker. So consider this practice. Dennis management. I feel like Dennis Wrangler should be someone's job title in this group. That should, that should be a thing. Um, I'm going to be real honest with you. I jumped into the space, but I had to finish up something before I actually listened. So I have no idea what this space is about, but I, but I saw that my friends were here. So I showed up, you know, that's a, that's it's supposed what, to be about. Happened. I don't know. If we... It's supposed to be about cross chain talking, but maybe it's not about anything. We just want everybody to feel comfortable here. Amazing. Well, I do feel comfortable. I'm I'm about to make a coffee, so I'm going to mute for a minute. But um, I'm going to make a coffee, and then I'm just going to settle in with my with my besties. <laughs> I, I do have some questions if we need them, but but really, I don't think we do. Forrest, what are you trying to say to me? I see you coming off. Oh. I feel like we've got so many great people in the crowd right now and speakers that, I, you know, I'd love to hear some stories. You know, it's great to hear how Storm was, you know, Stormy was sharing how they've been hacked and so many things went wrong last year. But now this year, they, they feel like they're really turning around and how they found their home on Twitter. And, you know, I don't know, Emily, but I see that you're head of marketing for Zeneca. And, you know, I love these stories, you know, how people get from one place to another especially in web3 i feel like we have such an incredible opportunity to kind of neutralize the playing ground right you get to kind of recreate or reinvent yourself in this area and really show your value in new ways and so i don't know if anyone wants to kind of share some of those stories because i feel that that's something that people could take away from this like very chill and mellow conversation unless Dennis starts speaking again and playing some crazy music. I don't know. What you just have. can't say the P word for us. That's the, the number one rule okay. to Dennis management. Don't say the P word. Okay. Yes, pigeon. Don't say pigeon. That's not the word. <laughs> well, I don't know if anyone wants to hop in. Dennis, why don't you, why don't you tell us a little bit about pigeons? Oh, whoops. <laughs> No, 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 you're, you're safe. That's that's not the magic word. Um, what can I tell you? Um, I am new at Twitter spaces. I've been on Twitter since 2008, I think. Um, so I've always been bullish on on social gatherings, social anything that that can bring people together that connect through common interests or goals. Um, I've met a lot of the people here listening today through the Daily Dose. So I have to give big thanks to Clemente and Ryan Carson for what they started. It's how I've had conversations with Mackie, how I've connected with Emily, uh, talked to Pops. Pops sent me something super sweet for Christmas and I actually missed it because I had to go home and I came back to it. I just like the perfect timing of receiving something so sweet. 
Um, so yeah, my, my story is, is pretty much that. I've always been low-key, a little nerdy, and a low-key, a little bit of, of a DJ. Hey! And yeah, that's pretty much my story. And I'm having a lot of fun here uh, just connecting with people through Twitter spaces with, with a common interest of like either growth, content creation, or, or NFTs. So uh, it's nice to meet you. No, I love that. No, I, I think, you know, Twitter spaces have been so much fun for me because you get to connect with people over the over voice and, and really have a, a direct conversation. I used to be obsessed with podcasts. Now that we had this opportunity to come up and ask these people questions right away and get an answer right away, I was just blown away. And so Mackie and I have been hosting these for just over a year now. It's incredible. And uh, it's been so much fun connecting with people. Pops, what's up? I want, actually, I've been meaning to ask you guys about that. But first, Dennis, uh, Mackie got the same care package. So my thing was, anybody who commented on one of my snack posts, I'm like, I'm going to ask for their address. And you guys were the only ones that gave them. Everyone's like, uh, nah, it's fine. I don't trust you, ski mask. So you're not getting my address. <laughs> I, I, I was hoping you would stalk me because, I, you know, I want to feel special. That, that way I can go on Twitter and say, I have a stalker in, in, on, uh, from Twitter spaces. And it, I think it will just help me get a bigger audience. Dude, uh, I'm down. If that pumps up uh, our engagement farm, yeah, yeah, sign me up. Um, but Pops, I... I I'm really upset. You never asked me for my address, but well, you I and I you should have commented yeah, on his not, post. Emily. I did listen. You did not comment I on did. any of my like three times daily uh, sweets or chocolate <laughs> posts or ice cream posts. I thought <laughs> I thought that I I commented on the right one, and that was the takedown of Crocs. Yes, that was an important one that I did that, comment on. That was a on. difficult time for us. Like I, I, I'm glad we got through it because that was kind of fifty fifty. I don't know if we were going to make it after that. What would you say if I was wearing them right now? If you're wearing with those socks, I say cute, but I, I can't like co-sign still. That, that's Fair. all. I, I haven't worn a pair of Crocs. Emily, is it worth it? Yes, oh, they're the best camping is, shoe. They're the best ooh. river shoe because you can put them because you can put them in, <laughs> you can put Crocs in what I like to call four by four mode where you put the the strap on the back of the heel so you can like navigate rocky terrain with like a stream like it is the most incredible thing and they're holes so you it dries off your feet unlike tiva like tiva's just like they get wet and they just like stick to your feet oh i hate it i hate it so much Crocs are the best. You can get Crocs with lining that are. I'm just gonna keep going until someone stops, stops me. Lena can... <laughs> Zeneca Crocs. Zena Crocs. Zena Crocs. There we go. You know what, Mackie? I like the way you think. <laughs> I actually have been talking to my fiance, who is in contact with Crocs for many reasons, but we're trying to get Crocs as one of our wedding favors at the wedding so we give out crocs to people so we'd have like a big swath of different sizes branding croc i mean it's gonna be just terrific is it when, gonna have like really tacky sponsored. wedding wedding initials or anything on it no no we okay, will good, have good, good, they're good. called i think they're called giblets yes <laughs> oh is that the uh the, yeah, the trinkets or yes the holes? so I want to get one. NFTs, that's... Croc NFTs. Yeah, they. I would really like to get ones of my face. To be honest. Oh, um, there you go. Both your faces. Yeah, and the dogs too. That's really the goal. This is like getting one of those custom shirts at the mall that has mm -hmm. a picture of you on it. 
Okay, can, can, can you get this back on the rails, please? There are no rails. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm actually coming back. When you said NFT, those trinkets for the Crocs, I'm like, you know what? My, I, I did a little side eye. I was just like, hey, maybe I'm coming around. I did, I did have a serious question, though. Forrest and Mackie, you guys have been doing this for a year. I would say that is super early with Twitter spaces because uh, with Clubhouse and all that stuff, I was kind of fading them because the content wasn't that great. But so from your experience, what has changed in your experience of hosting these for a year? Uh, anything substantial you want to share? Mm. Um, so during the bull run, we had, so we started this as a pancake squad, which is a NFT on the BNB chain uh, centric space. It was for pancake squad people. This room would be full of bunny pictures. Uh, the community there was super great. That's how Forrest and I met. Forrest asked to interview me. Uh, you know, November of last year. And I was like, why me? I don't understand, but all right. Uh, we had one interview. We had one squad space is what it used to be called. And, and uh, up until about three weeks ago, it was called that. Uh, but I was like, dude, uh, I really like this. Can we do this again, but interview other people instead? And so ever since then, we've been sharing a Google Doc. We've been sharing. A, uh, he has access to my calendar because I've made it my calendar <laughs> after the fact, before it just had squad space on it Tuesday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern. Now it's 3 p.m. Eastern. We tried 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the one thing that I would say that has changed, the morning show uh, circuit is just beefy. It's so beefy. Why is there so many morning shows? Like, are we morning people? Are NFT people morning people? I don't know. I am a morning people. I, wake up I, am, a, I am a morning pigeon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm definitely a morning person myself. And in terms of our own show i mean we transitioned from being really more interviewed based to just kind of round table hanging out and uh, learning from people in this format because it's it's really a lot lower impact obviously we don't have to prepare many questions we don't have to make sure that you know the interviewee shows up like we just kind of vibe and, and see what's going on and we did that also because we saw that that was what was gaining traction for other people and it allows other people to come up. We have so many speakers. I mean, we have four or five other speakers on stage right now. So that's like just a lot more fun, right? And kind of that vibe. But I find the morning circuit is cool. But it's hard for me because like you guys are saying, well, we're morning people. But I can't be a morning person and also be a spaces person because i actually have other work and other things to do so i'm like oh it sucks because i want to listen to these spaces but i just i can't be multitasking you know so i don't know what to do and then i'm i'm almost never gonna go and listen to a recording of a twitter space i'm curious how many people in here listen to recordings of twitter spaces after they've gone live you know what i I, I do, do, but I, I skim. I like I really skim to look at who's speaking. So I'll look at who the speakers are because it'll pop up. Um, and then I'll tune in if it's like somebody that I'm like, oh, I really want to hear what they have to say. But usually I, I skim them. I never listen to a whole thing. I, I definitely listen to recordings, especially uh, I happen to always miss the uh, the mustache and Clemente uh, series. And so I always run it back and listen to theirs because it's really uh, I like their format. And I uh, like their content. It's all about like content creation. And the last week was about monetization of it. And so that's the one that just registered at the top of my mind. I'm like, yeah, I listen to that all the time. Yep. 
I, I do as well. It, it really depends um, also. So sometimes someone will say, hey, can you listen to my space uh, and just like give me some pointers or, or anything like that. So I'll happily do that. Um, I try to do it on desktop so I can use the speed thingy. So I, I listen at 1.5. Um, usually if M does something, I'll listen to it. Um, so I always tune into what she's doing because I think she's really good at this. Uh, same thing with Clemente and Mustache. I think all of you <laughs> really, if if because I've listened to the cross chain chat as well before, um, it's just at a tricky time for me, but I, I definitely go back. Let me just say, let me clarify, let me clarify, let me clarify. I listen oh to I listen to the the really short spaces. Like I would go back and listen to all of Pop and Post show, but that's because they're like thirty minutes. Anything longer than that, though, I listen to Dennis too. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Thank you. I don't listen to recordings. <laughs> I love that. Just came I tend not mouth. to, too, if I'm honest with you. I, I, I don't really, but uh, some alpha from, I do. Okay, so when I'm recording clips, yes, I'm listening to spaces, but I'm looking for a time. I'm flipping through. Uh, it, but one of the things, if you don't know, if you make the browser window, like half your window, the the bar, the space, uh, I don't know what you call it, widget, it becomes full screen instead of just like a quarter screen. So that bar becomes much longer. So you can get a little more fine tune with picking spots inside the space. If you didn't know that, it's very helpful. Mustache, we're talking about you. You appear. Hello. How are you today? Thanks for coming. I know I know your partner's in the air right now. Thanks for, for the, the message, the DM. I, I try to, I really try to make a, the effort today to, to make it, uh, I'm doing well, you know. I I'm not getting a lot of sleep these days, you know. I have a newborn, but it's been it's been fun. <laughs> I feel like my schedule is like 180 now, and it's all over the place, and it's hard to just organize myself. But it's been happy. Um, Congrats, by the way. Thanks, thanks. Um, but I man, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> we were talking about your space. We were talking about no, uh, I guess listening what, to them. You're probably going to talk about recording. Dennis and your affection for Dennis, probably. Oh yeah, let's start there. Yes, I love Dennis. Uh, no, but but um, it's 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 funny like to hear all the feedback in the space that people hear our space. Like it's nice. I, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. Um, but what I was gonna say is I listen to spaces for two things. One is audio clips. Like I kind of go back and just I I actually download it so I can actually go two x or two point five and just listen to it for like audio clips. Um, you monster for for the ones that I miss and try to figure out like, okay, like what's kind of valuable that I can like use for, for content and also for our spaces to figure out how to improve it. And I actually got this from Emily. Cause I think she was the one that posted, like I did a whole, like kind of went through all of my spaces and to try to figure out how to improve. And that is also one of the reasons why we hear, I, I try to listen to spaces where I participate just to, I don't know. I realize I say like a lot, like, 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 and also repeat the same subject or when I'm speaking a bunch of times. So that's been helpful, to be honest, to listen back to your own space. What's the too long didn't read of how to improve Twitter spaces other than not saying like? So I've learned this from Clemente and I think it's preparation and we actually have a notion page that we just kind of set up with um, like the structure of the space and we we're changing this a bit and we're going to try something different this week, but we just basically have like a, and I can send it to you. I think I shared it with pops. 
it just has like intro like conversation one topic topic two like kind of quote it like here are the questions that we want to ask uh, and here's like questions that we could use to just keep the conversation going if there's some sort of white space where we don't know what the hell to do um and i i think that's so far that's worked for us um it's definitely helped me and then we're gonna try diego like he shared it with me for the the dad talk uh, space that i run um and it's really well organized and it really depends on what your intentions are really for us so it's like if you want a really formatted or you wanted to make it really organic uh, the document actually allows for both is what i noticed um so uh, it's a really good resource uh definitely hit them up for it yeah we've got a google doc thank you very much it's only 100 pages long so <laughs> on your notion <laughs> okay it's not 100 pages long it is it's uh, more 90 it's 90 pages long i actually i reformat a little bit wait in the middle <laughs> why is it 90 pages long? is it just it's one it for ideas? every show oh There's got a, it okay a feedback jpegs we, we were <laughs> a project before they did but uh couldn't get our our stuff together unfortunately yeah so we have feet picks too uh waiting in the wings in a google doc right now pizza picks Pizza Picks is next collection. Laguna, what up? Thanks for coming up. Hello, hello. How is everyone today? Hi, Laguna. I missed the start of the conversation because I was on another space. Um, so someone catch me up on what I missed. Um, let's see. Dennis. Pigeons and pizzas. Yep. Lots of P words. None of the party word. That shit. Um, oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Now he knows the secret word. <laughs> it's so good, though. How many times do you hit that button? Like, uh, it depends. It, I, oops, I hit a different button. It depends. Sometimes That's... people like want it. And sometimes they don't. And sometimes accidentally. But it happens. <laughs> These are all, I, I assume, uh, factory reset. Roadcaster sound effects. Yes. Uh, unless the person that I bought it from. You got to get it out of your system, Mackie, in this show. This is, is this the first okay, one? Let's go. Let's go. Um, I've done lots of tests. I got it to work. And now I'm finally, I, I have a stand up desk and I couldn't stand, couldn't stand standing and talking on a show because if I'm standing, then I have to walk. And so finally, I just sat down one day. Actually, it was yesterday, I think, that I started using this for real. Because it's been sitting here, I was like, do I sell it? Do I keep it? What do I do with it? I didn't want to leave the road rules. Uh, but but yeah, so I'm, I'm leaning into it. What is the... If we bring the conversation back to kind of Spaces Alpha, the reason why the document was actually 90 plus pages long is because we would actually write down all our questions to the for our interviews beforehand and make sure to send them to our interviewee just so they have an idea of where we want to head the conversation. And I feel like that really helped make our interviewee more comfortable. It allowed them to prepare too. So they would just kind of feel like they're really going to ace the whole, uh, the space and, and be able to talk about what they wanted to. So we also made sure to do that because it allowed us to, to give them the opportunity to be like, Hey, is there something we missed here? You know, do you want to talk about something else? Like, do you want to say party? 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> we got to make him work it until he can't do it anymore. Uh, <laughs> we got to ruin it for tennis. Uh, I, I was hoping something would happen. Emily, what up? What do you think about that document? I think that this is so smart and I beg, I beg people to do this. Um, actually Clemente it did a really good version of this for Zeneca when they brought him on daily dose and Zeneca actually forwarded a screenshot to me and he's like, all right, we need to do this every time we have speakers on our show. I was like, absolutely. And it was just a breakdown of like, this is, you know, uh, basically bullet points, basically reducing friction for the person speaking and being interviewed of, we're going to talk about this, this, and this would love for you to get on, uh, three minutes early because we try to, you know, we try to bring people up early before the crowds come in. Like just like little tips. Like if you're having issues, uh, DM Clemente, not Ryan, cause he won't see it. Uh, what else? Like, we're gonna we're gonna call on you around minute, like even down to the minute of when they would call on him, um, just so like kind of put him at ease because the thing you you have to remember is people that you might may invite to your shows are professionals that have been on a million spaces. Maybe there's some that haven't done spaces before, but just like reducing that friction and being that person that's like we're here for you if there's giving giving them an out if there's like any issues to you know reach out to this person this person is the person that's going to help you so helpful and for me somebody that actually has a lot of anxiety around public speaking um getting a list of questions before is one of the most helpful things and i i usually ask it of anyone that is hosting a space that asks me to speak just like even if you don't have exact questions just like a general idea of what you're going to be asking me it helps so so much so yes 100 percent yes I'm, I'm actually looking at some of the questions right now and of course tell us about your crypto journey is the first one every time but uh let's see what one this is november 1 5 p.m eastern standard time episode number 41 with buzzy b crypto we asked question number five what donations has crypto for charity supported like literally there's so much in here. There was pin tweets in here, like things that we could pin. I used to be very, 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 very uh, deep into preparation on this. And thankfully this whole move that we've made to the cross chain chat has opened up room for me to do other things elsewhere. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy where we're at right now. And I even yeah. have questions for today. I have a few questions if we get bored. So one more thing I just wanted to add to with that on that note is asking the speaker, is there any question that you would like me to ask? Because sometimes the speaker's like begging to be asked a certain question or like wants something, wants to speak on something without having to bring it up themselves. Like that's okay. So asking the speakers, what, what would you like me to ask? Like, is there anything missing that something that you want to talk about? Anyways, that's my soapbox removed. Done. hundred <laughs> percent. I used to do a lot of interviewing one-on-one, so like mastermind style sessions or journalism or or that sort of thing. And the other thing I can say about asking really good questions is think about how you want your questions to flow together so that the story flows together. Because there's nothing worse than joining a Twitter space and that, you know, we're, we're interviewing, I'm going to use Emily because I know enough about Emily to like make this really disjointed. If we start at the at like what she's doing right now it's very hard for her to go back and give you her experience at one second every day and to organize her crypto journey because you you put her in in the in the present right so if you want to hear someone's complete story or you want to 
you know, introduce their project, you need to leave your space in your questions so that that makes sense. Because otherwise you'll get halfway through the, the space and they'll name drop some project and you'll be like, oh, like my listeners have no idea what that is because I, as an interviewer, forgot to give that level of context. So that's something to like think about as you're, as you're thinking about leveling up your hosting skills is how do you make a narrative out of the space and the questions you're asking and thinking, especially in the Twitter spaces model, like every five minutes you're getting someone new in the space and there's nothing you can do about that. But how do you bring those people along on the journey without it feeling like, hey, I noticed we have some new audience members and here's what I want to tell you. Like, how can you weave that conversation in and make it really natural? I think that's something that I've been thinking a lot about as um, someone who like listens to a lot of spaces as well. Yeah, I think uh, Cass, you came up next and we're, you know, we're talking about Twitter spaces alpha right now. So I'd love to hear what you've got to add to the conversation. Yeah, first of all, really good points and really good space. I have to mod a lot. I've been in big rooms and small rooms and I treat them all the same with a lot of prep and respect. I think another one is asking questions that don't have yes or no answers to it. So I like when interviewers say talk about and then they kind of go into the example and then man, you'll just hear the talent just kind of thrive because now it's so open-ended, they can start where they want instead of right into a box of how you want them to answer or a yes and no. And I learned this a lot with Ben Morrow, who's like a super smart, great creator, but you have to give him the space to answer something because he's so straightforward. If you give him a yes or no, he will answer yes or no. If you give him space to like go deep, he will go deep in process. And he's actually an interesting person, but he needs that prep. And, you know, we're just trying to do the best we can as talent to answer the questions. We're not trying to overthink it. So as a good interviewer, adding that in is important. And then acknowledging space for people to answer. Sometimes it's a really hot topic and people just jump to the next hand um, or the next topic and that other person couldn't even thank them. Like, what if you gave someone flowers and they're like, now we're going over to Joe and they can't even be like, hey, thank you for saying that. You know, I want to give a compliment back to you. And so just adding a little bit of space for that bounce before you just shift topics is really enjoyable to hear because now it's like, wow, you got their genuine response to your question or your thought and it feels more complete. And then you can always switch subjects after, but like give them the respect to, to respond. No, it's exactly like I, you don't think about this when you first start hosting, but the more you do it, the more you see that rhythm that like your job as an interviewer, I think, is to spark the conversation, not necessarily control it. Like you want to start the fire and kind of get out of the way. And if it gets out of control, you you rein it back in. Like the beginning of the show, the first 15 minutes were absolutely off the rails. I think Pop said and I said, there are no rails but there definitely are. Uh, and with what you said in mind, Cass, I'm actually going to skip to Emily because Laguna was talking about Emily and that's when her hand came up. So I think there's a bounce there. I think there's a bounce there. Thank you. Yeah. that Yeah. I really quick. I, Laguna used me as an example, but I actually wanted to use Zeneca as an example because I think a lot of us have heard him in a, in a few spaces. Another tip I would say is don't go in as a speaker interviewing somebody totally blind. Like go and listen to recordings of the person that you're about to be record or speaking with 
and listen to like the questions that they ask. So for Zeneca, for example, instead of asking him a question of what's your background and how did you get into Web3, go back and and listen to what he says because that's a question that he gets asked all the time. And his very canned response is about how he was a professional poker player. So instead of framing it like that, using him as an example, say something like, you know, your background is in professional poker playing and that tie to Web3 and NFTs is like super strong. What was something that that or like what what is the correlation you can make to your past with poker and NFTs instead? Like so you're you're setting up the backstory already, informing the audience on something they may not know that he was a professional uh, poker player. But somebody like Zeneca, a lot of the people that are in that space already know that he was a professional poker player and already know that background and has heard it a million times. Sorry, I'm speaking really quick. I'm really excited about this topic. Um, So using that as like a a jumping off point, but not something to just let him go off on for like a minute and a half, because he can talk about that experience for a very, very long time. And so like really setting it up and and making it a little bit more interesting and, and putting a spin on it. So that's all I wanted to add to Laguna. Yeah, no, I, I think you have to come at it from a listener angle too, right? Like, what do you want to listen to? Whenever, I, Forrest, I think we, if we do interviews again, we gotta, we gotta cut that question entirely because I realize that I get so bored when I hear it. <laughs> I get so bored when I hear not from our space, but when I'm in another space, I'm like, oh. but there's so many good nuggets that come out of that totally. topic. But totally. it's like, it's like, how can you frame it? It's like, you know. Um, yeah, like Emily, you had this. You 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 worked in an app, and like it seems like your your okay. This is actually here's a perfect one. Your career seems like it involves a lot of future tech. Uh, how, do you think that I don't know something like that? It's like making like these kind of jumps a little bit and doing a little bit more like thinking around that story instead of teeing them them up to like tell it back to you. I guess I don't know. Now I'm just kind of rambling, but you have such power as an interviewer to control the flow of a conversation, especially if like we're talking about one, like one, one or two interviewers and one guest. So it's easier to do in that space. But the other thing that we all don't like as people listen to Twitter spaces is like long winded answers. You as an interview can control the flow of a long winded answer. Tell me how you got into crypto is guaranteed to get you a long answer because it is often a long story where if you can pepper the pieces of the story that aren't interesting and allow the person to tell their story along the way the conversation is just much more interesting right like if if you want to have a conversation where i just give you like a three-minute monologue about how i got into crypto like half of your audience is like oh not again like another person who entered crypto and then found nfts and i think there's just so much power that as we evolve in social audio we can learn from things like journalism and like podcasts and like traditional panels to get into really interesting ways of using social audio i'm gonna pass it to the mustache before we because i could keep talking about this the whole time but we, we try to stick to an hour we'll probably go 15 minutes over mustache take it away so the only the only thing i would say is also don't do it by yourself like don't expect to do everything because i think what everybody's saying is is so important, but it's also you can't unlike a podcast where you're just having a conversation with one person. Not just Twitter Spaces, the product is shitty, right? Like you need a co-host because because it's really difficult to follow up on a conversation, keep the flow going, but at the same time figure out like, okay, who raised their hand first? How do I do this? How do I pin a post? And I think that's something that I found different, unlike 
whether it's interviewing people or just doing something more formal, don't do it by yourself. Like find a co-host. I think that's probably like the number one thing I would say to anyone because it will make your life way easier in figuring out who does what. It's uh, on top of that, you have, for instance, just now Forrest messaged me. He said, I can't hear them, but it seems like you can. So, <laughs> oh, Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just to illustrate the point better. Uh, he left and is coming back, but it's a, it's on top of it. There's actually like the, the chat bubble, right? And you have to remember the algorithm and pinning stuff if you want. And you know, if you're managing, if you have trolls coming up, like I'm stunned that the Daily Dose doesn't have more trolls. I'm stunned. I don't know how they like with literally there was 3,200 people listening to it today. I actually, this is funny. I was telling my therapist about spaces, and I and I brought it up. Uh, I actually brought the daily dose up in like turned it on in my therapy session to show my therapist. Uh, he lets me talk about whatever I want. <laughs> it's the best uh, pops laying on us and then storm. I saw your hand and we'll go to you next too. Hey, uh, yeah, I, this topic, I think we can go like three hours on it. Yes. Oh yeah. This could be a whole show. I can, I'm going to talk to Forrest after this, yeah. that, that we should just convert to a social audio space. So probably. much good information. And like, the uh, the process of like uh, feeding your guests questions beforehand and getting them involved is so smart and comes from like um, journalism and one on ones because you want buy in from them right you want them to have ownership and so collectively you can create that flow state right I, I love watching the progression of how structured and more professional spaces is I come from the podcast world I love podcasts I listen to long form podcasts at one x speed. I can listen to an interview for like three hours and stuff like that. I wish I can listen to like a faster speed, but anyways, but the two things that I've noticed, uh, like kind of like comments that I've noticed that I've tried to really take it at heart. One, again, we're talking about uh, the mustache, Diego and Clemente a lot. They said this uh, uh, often is as a host, um, your job or one of your jobs, one of your mentor's jobs is to give a platform to the speakers. And it's not really your spotlight and your show, right? And so I, I remember reading that and just like, yeah, that's it. Because interviewing, like you guys said, it's like, it's a skill. It's a skill, just like speaking is a skill. And not everyone's super adept to it, but with enough reps, we can get better, right? Like, I really want to be a better interviewer myself. And there's something. Your dog is trying to be a speaker right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing that I've noticed, uh, a complaint that I've seen online is what you just talked about, Mackie, about this uh, multitasking all the things you want to do right reply to comments i pin things um, re reply to uh, requests and one thing i've seen online is people the flow state that we're talking about breaks when the speaker senses that the interviewer or the host is not paying attention and that kind of breaks the overall flow and so yes yeah, uh, i don't know if you guys have noticed that but i've seen more tweets related to that comment in general i guess as we're kind of like pushing the envelope of like how structured and professional these spaces are striving to be. Oh, I've definitely seen those where they're, they're like, the host isn't even paying attention. It's like, just be a little, just have a little more grace. Just have a little bit more. That's all I want. Like try to host one, just try. <laughs> and then when you finally get, you know, three people to come in there and, and finally get somebody to actually come up and talk to you like that, then, then things get complicated. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> there's so many different types of spaces though. Uh, I just hosted one with Burrito Dow called Art Throwdown last Monday. And in it, it was uh, 
it's kind of like Iron Chef. Uh, art was being made live. Uh, it's it's uh, three artists enter, one artist leaves the winner. Uh, and, and it was absolutely magical. They were streaming while they were creating uh, based on a prompt that I made up. The prompt was the color pink plus something from your kitchen. And, and I'll find the tweet when I, you know, stop talking and I'll pin it up to the top to, cut, to show you the art that they made. And, you know, then we all voted on it and it was just such a vibe. And I, as much as I love talking to y'all and talking about topics, like I feel like there's so much more room to run with spaces. There's gotta be, there's gotta be more than this. There's gotta be, I love connecting with people. I love the power of networking, but, but talking like this, it, are we, like Dennis, uh, you using your sound effects. Are we bullish oh, yeah. that the product's um, going to catch up to us though? Cause the product is no, really mid. No, <laughs> the product is so bad. So bad. Laguna, do you have commentary, please? I do. I, I am hopeful that people will use social audio in interesting and creative ways. I am also very worried that we are at the top of Twitter spaces, especially in January. I just feels like there are more spaces than there are listeners. Like our space as a whole is not growing. And every single person has started a January goal of making content and having a Twitter space. And while some of those are going to succeed and find their niche and do really well, I think the majority of those are not. Um, so I am personally struggling with this concept of like, you know, what is the future of Twitter spaces? Because I think we're at the top. I think that de- like we're going to end up with declining returns at this point, just because people can only be in one space at a time. Most people don't listen to recordings. So how many people can you realistically reach? I'm in that scenario. So I'm excited to see people who are trying new things and upping the professionalism because I think those people will get rewarded. Yes, definitely. I mean, I definitely feel less is more and especially in a, in a time where we're all so busy, right? We all have so many things to do. It's hard to manage so many spaces and how, how do you expect to really gain serious traction in your space when there's so much competition you have to be really providing real value and that's why we can't be just talking about naps for 45 minutes in the space i mean as much as i'd like to it kind of sets a vibe you got to change it up and i think this topic has really struck a chord it's fun when you're in a space and you know the topic kind of came around super naturally there's people here who host spaces and so it's like oh we could all share something on this common topic and this is something that obviously people are very much interested in doing like you said laguna there's so many people trying to host spaces so it's an easy place for people to come and learn something new Cass, what did you uh, want to add to that i think it's kind of this double-edged sword too of you want people to start to get through that uncomfortable comfortable situation of posting something or talking about their artwork not having to leverage a big room just to build their own audience. You know, maybe it's also a good time to build a niche audience. Maybe you have a small crowd because you all like red balloons and it's so niche, but you're bullish on red balloons. And so there's only 50 of you in there and that's okay too. And I think, you know, if some of the larger spaces offered enough space for different genders, different types of projects, women, different voices, then it would be a much easier space to attend. But at the moment, you kind of have to pick and choose. You're like, okay, 
when do I fit in this room? This one is super early. I can make it before I have to get to work. Or, you know, like you said, listening back to recording. But at the moment, sometimes those big spaces don't offer the things we need. So sometimes we have to create the things we need. And that's okay, too. Uh, but it is, I do acknowledge the difficulty of that nicheness to try and get visibility at the same time. And so I think it's great to feature maybe on big spaces, but then start to build your own consistency, whether that's once a week or every day, maybe go to the big room, but then, okay, I'm, I'm leveraging that. Now I'm going back to my small actual audience, my actual community that's going to, you know, go through the ups and downs with me. And just remembering that because it's very daunting to be like, I'm not a big host with a big room. Cool. But maybe you could feature in one and then go back to uh, building on your own time at your own pace with your own people as well. So just wanted to say that so people aren't so discouraged if they're not such an outspoken uh, <laughs> Web3 influencer. No, and you know, that really makes me think of uh, a thousand true fans. And if you haven't heard it, I imagine many people have in this space, but it's a concept that was popularized by Kevin Kelly. And, you know, that just means really finding those people who really want to support you and really want to help make red balloons the most popular balloon in the world. You know, it's, it's as simple as that. You may only be 50, but it'll be something to those 50 people. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Dennis, do you like red balloons or no? Or like, are you in or are you out? I'm actually very afraid of clowns. So no, I don't like red balloons. <laughs> I don't like clowns whatsoever. So, uh, But whatever floats your boat. Some people like to collect coins. I also don't understand that. But if you like to collect coins, uh, good luck with that. Um, what I was going to say when it comes to the spaces thing um, first of all, Cass just literally said the last couple of words was is exactly what I'm going through right now with lemon water, right? Kind of pushing away from the pop and post show from from DD and all that stuff and want to find my own little small thing. And I want all I care about, honestly, and I come from a product background is like 10 to 20 loyal fans and audience members and let it grow organically versus like this fast spike that happens. Um, but that's that's kind of kind of my thing. Oh, my God, my my microphone. The future, My microphone the future is small intimate spaces i think and not three thousand people just yeah. in a room like i don't think that that i don't think that that's going to get i think it's just a different it's just a different version of 20 plus 20k people in a discord server all yelling when it's just like our new version yeah. of that right exactly. that's not how you like foster connections so, like i 100 percent support the move to lemon water and the move to a smaller but more intimate and more connected group it's just so lovely and sweet and magical thank you and and i also wanted to say something on on like all the twitter spaces that are going around um we're all very uniquely individuals right so i guarantee you that there's someone who's gonna like to party and then there's gonna be other people who don't like to and and that's just kind of like the name of the game right but i i tell them what I call like my little crew, which is Final Ryan, Don, and M, right? Like my little squad. I always say like, who cares? Because for me, there's two things. One, have fun. And then two, execution. Because the, the thing is like, it, I can use maybe like a football metaphor, right? I can know the other team's exact plays, their West Coast system that they run every day. It doesn't matter as long as that team executes. Because if that team executes properly, it doesn't matter that you know my playbook. So like 
that's kind of my approach. So just focus on execution and having fun and you're going to be fine. Yo, uh, I have another metaphor to uh, uh, segue from you, Dennis, is uh, all these content uh, uh, creators uh, in, in January um, that uh, is taking up spaces and all this stuff. Uh, let's check back in March. I think it's just like gym memberships, right? Like everything we're saying is like, is it easy to sustain this stuff? Is it easy to play, be disciplined to keep on producing like Laguna and Dennis and Emily and everyone's saying kind of deal? It's like, let's see even February. I'm going to say February. Let's check back in. Definitely. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And And it's funny. Someone messaged me the other day and said, hey, why are you why are you um, requesting people to come up and talk about their Twitter spaces and their content creation? My answer was, why not? Like, I want, I actually want the space to grow because if the space grows and I'm still doing my thing, hopefully Twitter devs get on it and they make it a little bit better. But, but I think it's big enough that you're going to find your tribe and your community. And I, I would not be surprised. This is recorded, right? So my prediction is that the Daily Dose, and as much as people think how connected I am, I don't know all the details with the Daily Dose. I only know a little bit. But my, my prediction with the Daily Dose, based on these little nuggets that I've been getting, I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Carson is building a marketplace where a marketplace like of a system where people are going to be able to find their own community. So, so in other words, there's other people like Ryan Carson who are super bullish on social audio and all that stuff. So I just want a bigger, I want more of this so that the product in general can grow, which I think will help all of us. I agree. I, I, I do worry. Like, I, we don't need to talk about it, but Spotify has theirs. I haven't touched it. LinkedIn has theirs. I haven't touched it. Reddit has theirs. I haven't touched it. Uh, but so, somehow we need more attention on, on this part of on this part of Twitter. And it isn't going to happen right now. Uh, they're hacking and slashing and and burning and growing and like yes it, Elon whatever you think of him he, he can only do so much uh, it's not going to be magically fixed. Sorry to jump in, no, but probably the end of the year. Remember when Twitter Spaces went down for a hot minute and everyone kind of like clutched? Their everyone head. had a panic attack. So uh, we checked out uh, the Spotify ecosystem. Completely different. Bullish on that system. Uh, thoughts? Anybody else? I think it'll be useful for artists to connect with their audience, to have the same experience of, holy shit, I get to talk to somebody I admire right away, ask a question, like get on stage with them, be in quote unquote the same room as them and have that 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 magic moment that, you know, in past decades was limited to, uh, you know, getting past security to go backstage or winning a competition, some kind of sweepstakes where you get to meet them and it's like, a little meet cue, a picture, and then like then they do that for a hundred other people. <laughs> it's like okay, so I, I don't know. I think it'll work well for maybe podcasters and musicians, but I don't know about you know content creators per se. Mustache, what are you feeling about that? I was gonna ask what people thought because over over the holidays, my family visited. My sister saw I was listening to a Twitter space, and she was like, "Oh, what is that?" I was like a Twitter space, and she was like, "Oh, what is that?" <laughs> and and it made me wonder, like, how big are Twitter spaces outside of Web three? Like, are we just from what Laguna is saying? Are we at the top of our kind of bubble, right? Of of are there enough listeners within our Web three bubble 
and how do we grow outside of that Web3 bubble to get more listeners who, one, like maybe our power, like use Twitter, but not as much and, and get them into like the, the live audio like ecosystem. But I think that's my biggest concern is like, how big is Twitter spaces outside of Web3? Like, is it even a thing? Because most Ooh. of my friends who I talk, oh, go ahead. So I was advertised a space hosted by the NFL last week and I turned it on. Uh, it had 500 people in it. So I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how big Twitter spaces are. And it was, if you have any other questions about it, uh, it was about half hour long. It felt for the, you know, 10 minutes that I was in it, it felt like, uh, basically like watching ESPN, uh, you know, three talking heads talking about football and then, uh, I don't know if they brought anybody up besides the hosts, but I think if they didn't, they, they missed a good opportunity to, to, you know, have those conversations, but they're also, you know, a big brand trying to control that kind of stuff. Uh, so I don't know how big Twitter spaces are. Cause I did. Oh, good. I was just going to chime in on what Mackie just said. Also, you have to think like that's football. Like there's not a lot of football people like super deep into tech art you know, they're more like involved in their sport and other sports. Maybe music might be something closer. Um, so just I think it has to do with the type of people that are in the space and also Discord, right? Like there's a lot of adoption there with gamers because there was already gamers using Discord. And so it was a natural kind of back and forth versus like when you're putting sports and Twitter into the same sentence, I, I wouldn't even guess it to be a big room. I was surprised with 500 um, so yeah, just thinking about that detail, I wanted to chime in on. Yeah, but I, I think about like people like Gary Vee, right? Gary Vee loves sports, loves sports. I don't know if he's been on a space in a while, but, uh, I, I think that there's some crossover, yeah. maybe not a sports, lot, but there's definitely some. Sports Twitter is pretty big, like NFL, NBA, MLB. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty popular. I, I don't know. I mean, I think we're also so we're always in such a little bubble like i think mustache was saying in this world it's so easy to kind of at least for me to really be blind as to what's going on outside of web3 what's going outside of twitter discord telegram and it's good to connect with those people like your sister or your friends and you know talk to them like oh what are you using you know maybe they're listening to podcasts. Maybe they want to listen to podcasts instead of be on Twitter spaces. Oh, okay. Well, would that be a more convenient way for them to learn about Web3 and crypto and NFTs? And how could you make that process more engaging? So I think that's a nice little reminder, you know, you could say as to how you could reach that those other audiences. Because I think that's definitely something a lot of us are trying to do. At least that's something you hear quite often. It's like, oh, how do we onboard the next generation? And uh, yeah, I mean, with that being said, I would like to grab some closing remarks as we get ready to wind it down. If anyone wants to say anything, if they want to share uh, some flowers, some hearts, if you want to just say uh, peace and love, let us know. Cass, I have, what's up? I have some flowers. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead, Dennis. Um I want to give flowers to Mackie real quick because Mackie, without anyone even asking, has naturally just volunteered his time to help out with anything. So I really appreciate that, Mackie. Um, it was really, really comforting, like in the beginning, even being all nervous and stuff, 
to even ask or or shy to ask of people's time when we're all hustling. I really appreciate you taking out the time and just just like saying here, like here's something that's very helpful and useful for you. And um, I really appreciate that. So thank you. Thank you, Dennis. I am trying to receive compliments better. So I will leave it at that. <laughs> and also, I forgot how amazing of a of a hosting voice you have. So some more flowers. I love you, and I can't wait to meet you in Denver. Let's go. Cass. Thanks. I was going to say one point and then one shout out to everyone. I guess the 1.2 is that the last response Forrest was talking about, Twitter kind of has a whole bunch of things, so it's hard to know what room to go into unless you have a specific topic or person you want to follow I think that's why it's very difficult versus an example in Twitch I don't really go on Twitch but if I do it's to watch a specific person game that I like and right now Twitter is more like you can dive into anything so that's why it's also difficult with audiences you're not really going there for a specific person you're just going in there to learn in a general sense and then my flowers I wanted to give is to Mackie and Forrest for running such a safe, comforting space and um, just passing the mic around. I really appreciate that. At the beginning of the space, I DM'd Emily and was like, we're finally on a space together. <laughs> we're in the same group chat. And she's always like, coming to this and I'm coming to that. And and then one time I went in and she was on stage, but she never got to speak. It was just it was like male dominant silence. And I was like, the one room I get to listen to you, you're not even able to get a word in. So big shout out to Mackie and Forrest for allowing equal space to speak. And really nice to finally hear you a bit more, Emily, and us having a conversation on a synergistic topic. Um, and shout out to just all the listeners, like um, TKO Kid, that that's always <laughs> kind of pops up everywhere I am. I just appreciate that solo bullishness. <laughs> so thank you all. Yay! We have the same. Look at our backgrounds. We match. Isn't that fun? Oh, you do. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, I also want to give flowers to Mackie and Forrest. I feel like Forrest is the. F- I've, I, am nice to meet you. I don't think we've ever spoken before either. It's really nice to chat, and I'm really glad I, I jumped in the space after seeing friends. I also, yeah, Mackie, you give so much value to people without asking for anything in return, and I just want to say that you are appreciated and I just want to recognize you for all the, the little things you do, but all the big things you do too, for, for people in their space. And Cass, I'm really excited to connect with you. Let's chat offline. You're the best. I can't handle all these flowers. This room is full of them now. I like your, okay. So that's actually a really good resolution. I'm going to steal from you. Mackie is taking compliments better. I'm so bad at it. I'm so because like, why do we always have to be like, thanks, but you're the best. No, you're the best. So I, I think it's, we need to be better at saying thank you so much. And then internally screaming instead of screaming on the outside, inside (laughs) feelings, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to steal that. It's true. And I'm going to give my flowers to forest. I've never used the phrase give flowers i'm gonna forest has been saying it a long time but but forest truly i i can't believe we've been doing this for literally a year this is episode what 50 i think the document says which is just wild uh we do this every tuesday folks uh this is the time 3 p.m eastern uh we try to stick to an hour we try to talk cross-chain stuff because 
what's the point in hiding on our own chains if everybody's down bad? Um, <laughs> thankfully, we've been up a little bit, but I personally think it's a, it's a bull trap. But we'll oh, see. I just we'll see. I just want to say something important. Um, I like compliments, so feel free to slide into my DM or just say it here or jump on any space I am and, and just let me know because I love them. I love it. What a beautiful way to end the space. Thank you guys so much for coming up. You know, we're around. If you want to chat, you want to come give flowers, we could do it uh, Flower Tuesday. You know, let's have some fun and, and vibe and we'll see you on the flip side. Thanks for tuning in to Building Blocks. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to reach out on Twitter to any of the people who spoke during the show to continue the conversation. And don't forget, you can join us live on Tuesdays in our Twitter spaces for a chance to be featured on the podcast. And while that's certainly a fun benefit, it's more important to us that you tune in so we can continue building ourselves and each other one block at a time. <laughs>